Welcome back to the Darting Through the Faith podcast. I'm Father Sean Wilson. With me this week is mm-hmm. Julia Monin. And right. last week and probably next week, too. Probably. Yeah. Chances are good. It, Always great to be back. Mm-hmm. Cheers to being back in the studio. Cheers. We were here last week, too, I think. We were. Yeah, we were here last week. Yeah, I was just recalling some things you said on the show. Yeah, we were definitely <laughs> here last week. Yeah, that was last week. That was last week where yeah. the bomb was dropped. <laughs> yeah, there are some things you're like, I wish we could take that back and go back in time. And granted, this isn't a live recording and we really could have, but, but then you know. other things come into your mind right. and you're like, you know what? We don't have time for that. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, it's all good. We're back. Mm-hmm. It's a new week. Last week of September. That's hard to believe. I know. This it is, is going to come out on the Archangel's Feast Day. That's awesome. Right? St. Michael and Gabriel mm. and Raphael. And, it's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which one's your favorite Archangel? <gasps> Do you have, you have to pick? I mean, you don't have to, but I'm just curious if you've got one. I don't know if I have a favorite. I I want to say Gabriel right now, just mm-hmm. you know, because of the messenger. You know, mm-hmm. what a cool role to be messenger. But Michael's great. Who is. is like God? You mm-hmm. know, just who is like God? What, who who do you think you are? I assume that's how that came out. You know, yeah, with Michael. Like who do, who do you think you are? Like God. And Raphael, the big healer. I know. You know? The star of the Book of Tobit. That's right. The, mm-hmm. You're one of your favorite books in the Bible. It is. I love the Book the of Tobit. But the big unveil at the end of yeah. Raphael, God's angel that is sent to heal him. Right. Yeah. Let's not pick. They're let's all not great. Pick. I agree. They're all great. They're all great. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, speaking good. of praise God, maybe we should oh. to, to start this podcast let's with some that. prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we give you thanks and um, just as much praise as we can for the salvation you've given us in Jesus Christ. And we ask that you may um, look over us this day, all those who are listening to this podcast, that you may stir in them the fire of your love. We entrust this time into your hands and ask for the intercession of the archangels today, that they may watch over us, that they may do battle for us, and we may heed their promptings. We ask all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Speaking of praise of the Lord and prayer, we are in the prayer section of the Catechism, mm-hmm. paragraphs 2623 to 2643. Big old chunk. Big old Big chunk. Big old chunk. Prayer and the church. Mm-hmm. Right. So the the... Catechism has sections about prayer in the Old Testament. It has Jesus's prayer, mm-hmm. and now the prayer is basically after Jesus. What's how's prayer revealed, shown in mm-hmm. the time of the church? So that's mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the a lot of the uh, the sources, the scriptural sources are going to be from the Acts of the Apostles, from the letters of Saint Paul or Saint James. So mm-hmm. that's what it means by in the age of the church. So mm-hmm. after Christ, mm-hmm. what does prayer look like for the apostles? And this is the opening chapter of this. Uh, in this fourth section, which is really just laying the foundation of mm-hmm. scripturally this revelation of prayer. So how has prayer been revealed mm-hmm. in, in in the Old Testament, in the person of Christ, in the gospel, in the New Testament, and, that, and now in the age of the church? Right. How has God revealed this to us? So this is summing that up, the mm-hmm. end of that chapter. And even the uh, the part about Christ, they sneak in the Blessed Virgin Mary yeah, at the they end do. in the prayer of Mary. So, but yeah, that, they do. That's been previously discussed. That sure has. Okay, so we're picking up in, again, 2623, and then this this is d- talking about just some like um, common forms of prayer, the basic elements, the mm-hmm. basic forms of prayer. And so the sections are blessing and adoration, prayer of petition, 
prayer of intercession, prayer of thanksgiving, and prayer of praise. So these basic forms, mm-hmm. basic norms that we have in prayer. And that's probably a good way just for us to go through those five things. Absolutely. Although the, the first three paragraphs are a bit of introduction mm-hmm. about prayer in the, the early Christians. Sure thing. You want to touch on any of those? Sure. I mean, so it, it basically starts with the apostles in the upper room who are gathered in prayer awaiting the descent of the Holy Spirit in Pentecost. And the Holy Spirit animates this life of prayer. So in some ways, this is prayer that's motivated by, instructed by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then even the, and, and then just after Pentecost, it, the Acts of the Apostles describes the apostles as gathered, uh, devoted themselves, or the, the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, the breaking of the bread, and prayers. So this is part of what the early church community was known as, as people of prayer. Mm-hmm. And then 2625 just touches on the Psalms, is that the Psalms, of course, are in the Old Testament, but the, the New Testament is st- prayer life for Christians, especially the early Christians, is nourished by the Psalms. Mm. It keeps the memory of Christ alive in the church at prayer. So we're always, always faithful to the Psalms. And that's really why the Liturgy of the Hours is such an important prayer for the mm. church, because it's it's formally kind of working our way, praying the Psalms mm. with the church, with Christ, and with, with um, basically everybody who's listened to the Word of God mm-hmm. from from uh, David, David to now. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. One of the most beautiful things that I, that was implemented into my life of prayer was just that routine of praying literally mm-hmm. the hours, morning and evening prayer, day in yeah. and day out. Because then you can say wonderful things like, my soul sings psalms to you unceasingly. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful right? stuff. Right? You get to sing those psalms unceasingly. Oh, that's right. All right. Well, let me let me give you the in brief paragraph that's related to each of these. Oh, Is wise. that okay? That's real yeah. wise. Okay. That's brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So the, the, the in brief on the blessing and adoration. Because God blesses the human heart, it can in return bless him who is the source of every blessing. Let me read that again. Because God blesses the human heart, it can in return bless him who is the source of every blessing. So there's kind of like this cyclical nature of blessing where the Lord blesses us, right? He gives us, he cares for us, he showers us with his grace, he gives us salvation. And then our response is to to bless him in return, not that we give him things. Mm -hmm. So the human form of blessing takes the form of adoration. That's why it's called blessing and adoration. So our prayer ascends to him, Mm -hmm. thanking him for what he's first given to us. This basic movement of the Christian prayer. Think mm-hmm. about that, the basic movement, like the give and take, right? right? This response, God God gives himself, we respond to it, That this back and forth sort of mm-hmm. blessing and adoration. Yeah. And and that, that works on the human level, right? So the, the kind of the giving and the receiving doesn't exactly work on God's level because he doesn't thank us for the prayers that we give him, right? Mm. It's not like he needs to thank us. Mm. It's that he blesses us constantly mm. and then we rec- we so this mm-hmm. movement is kind of one side this is what we do mm-hmm. prayer god mm-hmm. doesn't pray mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. although jesus does mm-hmm. so all right we're not going to get in. to teach us how we are to pray right right god becomes one of us and through the god man god who became mm-hmm. flesh we learn how to pray in this god who's taken on our flesh right 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 okay okay all right good all right um, adoration is the homage of the spirit to the king of glory, respectful silence in the presence of the ever greater God. Mm. This humility before our Lord, this blessing and adoration. And okay. that 
emphasis on silence there is this this sense that well you can in silence we discover the blessings of God in a deeper way. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important to have that that silence is because we grow in our appreciation with God when we're not drowning out his movements in our life. Write so. that down. Hold on. I'm writing that in my heart right now. We grow in our appreciation of God when we're not drowning out. What was the last part? I don't know. Something good. Replay that. We'll come back. Okay. <laughs> Rewind. Go back 15 seconds. What was that? Text me. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> no, it was really good. I just like that idea of not we're not drowning him out. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay. So petition, you ready to move Prayer on? Prayer of petition, okay, let's the, do it. The in brief paragraph on that says, forgiveness, the quest for the kingdom, and every true need are objects of the prayer of petition. Forgiveness, the quest for the kingdom, and every true need are objects of the prayer of petition. And I love the the first paragraph about petition. It, it gives all of these different kind of words that use for prayer of petition, to ask, to beseech, to plead, to invoke, to entreat, to cry out, even to struggle mm-hmm. in prayer. So it's kind of like this, this personal begging of the Lord for whatever it is mm-hmm. that we need. And whether that's help to carry our crosses or whether that's, um, and it mentions here, uh, asking forgiveness for our mm-hmm. sins. That's in 2631. The first movement of prayer of petition is asking forgiveness like the tax collector in the parable. Yeah. And we see that. We see that as the prereq, right? It's It says in there, it's a prereq for righteous and pure prayer, this mm-hmm. asking for forgiveness. And we see this too, and not only for our personal prayer, but in the Eucharistic liturgy. This mm-hmm. is how we begin the celebration of the Mass, right? Yeah. This is how we begin, with turning our hearts and seeking perfect forgiveness in this penitential rite, right? Right. So th- this is this is the rhythm we enter into this forgiveness. It's step one, a prereq, right, to righteous and pure prayer, to humble ourselves before the Lord, to seek forgiveness, to recognize that He is God and that we are not, and right. that we need His forgiveness. That's right? where it all starts. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it mentions part of the, the petition is centered around the search for the kingdom. So help help asking the Lord to help us find the kingdom, which is wherever the king is, so wherever Christ is. So it's this begging the Lord to help us in our spiritual lives in so many in so many words. Mm-hmm. Right. And the, and like like I mentioned in the the in brief, every need can become the object of petition, right? Mm-hmm. And petition, where we express our awareness of our relationship with God, uh, turning back to Him, right? Petitioning, making our requests known to Him. Okay. And so you think about that, like that's part of nourishing this relationship with God. It mentions, and that can become part of our everyday lives where we're at, whatever conversation we're in, in our hearts, we're asking the Lord for help to mm. to seek the truth or to speak honestly or for doing the dishes. You know, you can make a prayer petition that, Lord, I may do this selflessly and not mm. so that with bitterness in my heart or whatever it may be. So like the prayer of petition and the constant prayer of petition oftentimes is the, the continual kind of retreating to our relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. is asking for help constantly. Absolutely. Yeah. And we get this in the, again, the Christ comes to like give us that model of prayer. And we see this in when, when we ask him, when the disciples ask, Lord, teach us to pray. It's the, our father that's mm-hmm. given to us. And the, our father is a list of petitions, right? right. Which we talk about in, in the end of this fourth section of the catechism, thy kingdom to come, thy will be done. Right. Mm-hmm. So this forgive pe- us our trespasses. You got it. So this petitionary aspect of our hearts in prayer is, is given to us by Christ to seek mm-hmm. um, and, and to ask. Right and to knock too. Why we're ah <laughs> while you're doing those. So okay, all right. So prayer of petition, um, and then we move into prayer of intercession. Prayer of intercession consists in asking on behalf of another. 
It knows no boundaries and extends to one's enemies. Intercession consists in asking on behalf of another. It knows no boundaries and extends to one's enemies. That last line, does that have to be included? <laughs> Jesus says so. He does. <laughs> but do you think about that? So to and we we know this off it's a regular part of our Catholic faith to pray for others. Mm-hmm. It's part of the intercessions at, at Mass as we pray for those in public office, or we pray for the leaders of the church, or we pray for those who are sick. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of praying for others. But at the very end, to pray for our persecutors, mm-hmm. to pray for those who we struggle with, mm-hmm. not that they may get their comeuppance, mm-hmm. but they may experience the uh, they may experience the transforming power of the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's not an easy prayer to have. Nope. For sure not. And we get this, we get this since Abraham, intercession on behalf of another, mm-hmm. has been characteristic of a heart attuned to God's mercy. So to think about that, like these intercessory prayer, prayers are coming, they're like, a, they're a fruit born of a heart that's attuned to his mercy, a heart that knows God's mercy has no limits and is boundless, and we want everybody to be drawn into it. Mm-hmm. And so when you're aware of that in your own heart, you're able to intercede on yeah. behalf of others. That's really beautiful. And it's I, the way we live that greatest commandment to love God by praying and asking for his help, but to love our neighbor by asking for them. You know, bringing their their needs before the Lord, mm-hmm. interceding. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. And that was uh, just three paragraphs, 26, 34, 35, and 36. 37 and 38 go into Thanksgiving. Every joy and suffering, every event and need can become the matter for Thanksgiving, which sharing in that of Christ should fill one's whole life. Give thanks in all circumstances. Those are from St. Paul's words, his letter to the Thessalonians. So Thanksgiving, of course, and we get this in in our Catholic Church, the Eucharist, right? Mm-hmm. From the Greek? I yeah. looked that up. I looked yeah. it up. Eu- Eucharistia. Eucharistia. I looked that up. I looked yeah. that up, wow. which means Thanksgiving. It does. Yeah. Look at you go. I looked it up. <laughs> Look at you looking things up. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> but that, that, that's got to be part of our prayer life. Mm-hmm. is to be able to thank God uh, for all that he does. And and that keeps us cognizant of what he's doing, right? If we, we know that we need to thank him, that means we have to search for the things to thank him for. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we get so bogged down by life that it's like, Lord, just help me with this, help me with this, I got this problem, da-da-da-da-da. And it's actually, well, well where is he? And mm-hmm. we actually have to turn to this this path of thanksgiving to realize all the goodness that he has shared with us. Is, is this the section that talked about... Um, in the Old Testament, like there's so many laments and lamenting of God, but I I think where was that? At? That was yeah, so that was a, that was I remember that line. Uh, darn, hold on, hang with us, don't move. It'll be worth the wait. I promise you. Oh, come. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, I'm not making that up. That was somewhere, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, anyway. Okay, so yes, Thanksgiving characterizes the prayer of the church. Um, Christ sets creation free from sin and death to consecrate it anew and make it return to the Father. And as in the prayer petition, every event in need can become an offering of Thanksgiving, right? Give thanks to the Lord in all circumstances. I found it. (laughs) Where is it? 2630. Okay. So the New Testament contains scarcely any prayers of lamentation so frequent in the Old Testament. In the risen Christ, the church's petition is buoyed by hope, 
even if we still wait in a state of expectation mm. and must be converted anew every day. So that was in the petition section. That was in the petition section. Yeah. yeah. It's profound to think about that, isn't mm-hmm. it? That the New Testament contains scarcely any prayers of lamentation because Christ has come, he has redeemed us, he has conquered. Infused and hope. Death, and we have hope mm-hmm. now, right? That's beautiful. So. It is. Yeah. Okay. So yes, Thanksgiving characterizes the prayer of the church. Okay. The, the last um, section then is on praise. And the in brief paragraph on that reads, prayer of praise is entirely disinterested and rises to God, lauds him and gives him glory for his own sake, quite beyond what he has done, but simply because he is. Yeah. All the purest of of prayer. Right. He is God and we are Mm -hmm. not. And Mm -hmm. so we praise him for that. Mm -hmm. So, and 2639 starts that way. Praise is the form of prayer, which recognizes most immediately that God is God. It lauds God for his own sake and gives him glory quite beyond what he does, but simply because he is. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of St. Michael, you know, mm. the tradition of St. Michael of, you know, saying, who, who, who is like God? You know, mm-hmm. Lucifer's rebelling and, and Michael is saying, who do you, basically, who do you think you are? Like, yeah. God is God, you are not. Like, mm-hmm. what are you thinking type of a thing? Right. But this, this, pure, this purity of praise, simply because he is. It shares in the blessedness of happiness of the pure of heart who love God in faith before seeing him in glory. Right. Mm -hmm. So you compare this to the other forms of prayers where blessing and adoration is the Lord has done this. Mm -hmm. He's blessed us in this way, so we're thanking him for that. Mm -hmm. It's a response to what he's done, Mm -hmm. as is thanksgiving, as Mm -hmm. this response to the work of salvation that he's done, the good things he's given us. And then prayer of petition and intercession is imploring God for something else. Mm -hmm. And praise is the most perfect because it just simply says, well, you are God. Mm. Not you have. Doesn't matter if you've done anything. Doesn't matter if we want anything. But just simply, you are the Lord, mm. and so we'll we'll give you praise. Mm. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you know, after reading through this and 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 studying this a little bit, and you go back to the Psalms, and you're reading the Psalms, or you're hearing the Psalms, pray yeah. the church or the liturgy of the hours. You're ca- I catch now these words where we say bless the Lord or praise the Lord, or and you recognize oh the difference in just what those words mean. Mm-hmm. You know, it is it's really beautiful yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Thank the Lord. Good stuff learning the catechism can do in your depths, you know? Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, praise embraces the other forms of prayer. It carries them toward him who is the source and the goal. Yes, okay. Which is really brilliant, just the way the catechism has praise at the end rather than at the start. Mm-hmm. Because if it is the most perfect, the most kind of um, the ideal form of prayer, and it contains within it all the other ones, mm-hmm. it's the culmination mm-hmm. of prayer. And that's important for the the path of prayer in our life, uh, that we don't just start with the apex of Mm -hmm. perfect praise, but we actually grow into that, and it draws the other forms of prayer into it so Mm -hmm. that we can end with this perfect praise, so that hopefully at the end of our life, that's simply what we'll be doing Mm -hmm. is praising God Mm -hmm. for all eternity. Mm -hmm. And that gets to 2642 in the book of Revelation at the end is basically what is heaven is just simply the praise of the Lord for who he is. Mm -hmm. And that's what's revealed in the book of Revelation is that heaven is just the place where God is and we get to be with him and we praise him for all eternity. Mm -hmm. So the encouragement to everybody is Mm -hmm. get used to praising God now because hopefully you'll be doing it for all eternity, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. it's not going to be your favorite team winning the Super Bowl in heaven. It's Mm -hmm. going to be endless praise of God. So Mm -hmm. it's time to work those praise muscles. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm.
It's good. I want to add something, but I'm like, that's the, so. We just got the reaction we I was anticipating. What were you anticipating? I, I, I don't know. Dumb comment, Padre? No. No. <laughs> no. So that was snarky coming out of me. Sorry that was, that. yeah. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, 2643 then ends with the Eucharist contains and expresses all forms of prayer. It is the pure offering of the whole body of Christ to the glory of God's name. And according to the traditions of East and West, it is the sacrifice of praise. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that's what we do. We just gather together to praise the Lord at, at the Eucharist. Preparing us for doing it forever. Life. That's right. Yeah. That's right. What? This is good stuff, yeah. people. Give you a little foretaste of heaven. It mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boom. Is that it? I think that's it. Okay. That was good oh, stuff, yeah. It was. I love talking about that. <laughs> it's good stuff. And to go back to like to, uh, I'll end with with a psalm here that you'll you'll see that vocabulary, that terminology. But hopefully, yeah, that as you as you pray the psalms or as you enter into that, you'll be thinking about the, these different forms of prayer and how they all come together in pure praise mm. of our King. Yes. Amen. All right, where are we going? To the Catechism. Ooh. That was the wall. That was the wall. That was not the board. That was the wall. Hey, oh, there you go. Respect for the truth. 2475 to 24-something-2. I think that's a nine. Uh, yeah, it's probably 24-niner-2. 2475 to 24-niner-2. All right. Okay. And we will end with Psalm 145, verses 1 through 10. I will extol you, my God and King. I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you. I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and worthy of much praise, whose grandeur is beyond understanding. One generation praises your deeds to the next and proclaims your mighty works. They speak of the splendor of your majestic glory, tell of your wonderful deeds. They speak of the power of your awesome acts and recount your great deeds. They celebrate your abounding goodness and joyfully sing of your justice. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. The Lord is good to all, compassionate toward all your works. All your works give you thanks, Lord, and your faithful bless you.